and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat, supported by Abe's Door Service with 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. Yes, I know. Hey, Daryl. Yeah. Do you know that when you sweat, it is fat crying? Yes. Cry, you little globules. I shall beat you out of me. Why don't you like me, says the fat to your body. I think I've never heard that before. Are you um, kidding? That fat's been hanging out on my butt couch for a long time. Well, so no, obviously I, I like it a lot. <laughs> so I'm we're, going with. We're busting myths, apparently. Oh, that's where we're going. When you get to a sweaty state, it doesn't mean that you're burning more fat than if you were like still smelling fresh. If I lift right? weights, will I be like the Hulk even if I'm a 105-pound female? Nah, well, let's find out. Yeah. Let's find out how the, the myths... You made, a, you made a good point as we're heading into this. We are not far away from New Year's resolutions. I know. And that's when so many people go diving into fitness and maybe dive into too many of these myths. So let's, uh, let's uh, debunk or confirm some. Shara Vijant is uh, from SVPT Fitness. A regular visit. Nice to have you here. How are you doing? Thank you for having me. You're welcome. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Again. What's your favorite ridiculous myth? And I'm not saying that you love it, but the one that kind of goes, you both laugh and shake your head at the and be astonished over. Oh, there's so many because <laughs> they're so still many. around after 20 some years of doing this and it just, it's it's so frustrating. I would say my top two are lifting weights makes you bulky and sweat is fat crying. All right, let's <laughs> or, or let's sweating un- is is burning fat, making you burn more fat. Yeah. All right, let's unpack both of those then. Okay, so lifting weights makes you bulky, mostly for the ladies. Ladies are scared to lift weights because they're afraid they're going to turn to the Hulk. But we do not have the hormone profile to build muscle like you think you're going to um, unless you're specifically training for it. If you're training for hypertrophy, which is muscle growth, which is high volume and making sure you're in a caloric surplus so that you can build muscle. So women will get lifting weights and immediately they think that they're getting bigger. Well, what's happening is the glycogen is going into your muscle from lifting weights and your muscles are filling out, but they're not getting bigger in terms of muscle growth. And so women immediately think, well, no, I can't do that. So they stick to lower weights and higher reps for toning, which is another myth we can touch on after the, the <laughs> oh, that's that's the other one. My top three, definitely. Okay, well, when toning. you talk about uh, the arms expand, is that just during the work? Because it feels like you do it, yeah, you, you do pump. your work, and then it feels like, yeah, you're yeah, pumped up or yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's but the that glycogen going last. in. No, that, that doesn't, doesn't last. last. No, it, you, you, the the glycogen goes in, you, the pump comes up, and then it, and then it, it tapers away as the day goes on and that's why a lot of you see a lot of dudes at the gym on friday doing their bar arms so because they're going to go out later and they want to you know look, <laughs> look bar, arms. <laughs> bar arms yeah but but that goes away but unless you're specifically training for muscle growth which involves high volume and a caloric surplus and lots of protein, then you will not get big and bulky ladies. And, and I you swear. will know that you're on that journey because you want to be on that journey. Yeah, You've done exactly. your research, right? Exactly. All right, can we get to the sweat part? Because I, when I work out, I deliberately try to stop before the sweat starts to come. Okay. Really? Yeah, because I don't want to do my hair again. Whatever. <laughs> I just, it's, it's I, not, I don't want to be wet. So I'm like, mm, I'm starting to sweat. I don't like it. So listen. 
Sweat is a stress response to exercise or mm-hmm. to anything. So you get nervous, you sweat. You start engaging in physical activity, you sweat. It is a stress response. It doesn't mean that you are burning fat. It means that you have too many layers on. It means that you're working extra yep. hard. It means that you're super hydrated. It means that you could be going through perimenopause. It means a lot <laughs> of things. It could mean a lot of things. But I don't I don't want people to think that um the, the negative thing about it is that people think that unless they're sweating, they're not having a good workout, right? So if I didn't break a sweat, then I didn't have a good workout, which is not the case. Some of my best workouts, I haven't even broke a sweat. I, but it doesn't mean that I didn't get a good training session and I put a penny in the bank. So what, is the, what do you attribute that to then? What do you mean? Like the, uh, Why didn't you sweat if you had a good workout? I just wasn't either pushing myself. Um, maybe I was a little dehydrated that day. Okay. Um, maybe I was resting too long. Like the, the other thing with sweating is, is the higher the intensity, of course, you're going to break a sweat. But everybody equates that you need to be high intensity all the time to have a good workout. And that is not the case. Mm. Uh, I thought you, you talk about it being like a, a stress response. I thought it was a cooling system. Right, exactly. It's, but it, it is the, initially when you start to sweat, that is your body reacting to the stress of the exercise mm. or the stress, the fight or flight, right? Mm-hmm. You're putting yourself in a stress, stressful, you know, doing some squats. Your your body's like, whoa, what is this? And now I need to, and to you know, respond to that. But same thing um, in the summer. You People tend to sweat more in the summer when they're working out. Well, that's because it's hotter out. <laughs> the room is hotter. So we can can't equate sweat to, to, oh my goodness, I'm burning more fat, so I need to really be dripping with sweat. It's okay, though. If you like to sweat and you really want to push yourself to that place and you love to be dripping in sweat, that's not a bad thing. I'm just saying don't think that it's because you're, you're burning more fat because of it. But you're going to stretch. If you've, if you've been on the bike for a half an hour Absolutely. and you're going at a decent intensity and you ain't sweating yet, you've got a problem with sweating. Well, some people, and this is, mm-hmm. again, this is um, everybody is different. I know people, I've trained people where... I've put them through, you know, a really high intensity workout and they have one little bead of sweat coming down their head. That is just everybody is built differently. Mm. Again, it comes to so many things. Your hydration. The more hydrated you are, the more you're going to sweat. Okay. So, and the more, if you're not, if you're not hydrated, then there's, there's no water to come out of your body. Right. So everybody's different. Everybody has a different physiological response to exercise. Uh, You'd mentioned toning was another one. So what's Mm. the myth behind toning? If I could drop, if I could drop, I, if I could drop the f bomb, I would, but I can't because you know you no, can't. I, can't. I know where the dump button yeah. is now. <laughs> um, Toning—that's what we'll see mostly with the ladies that come in. They're like, I just want to tone, but muscle tone is basically—it's your muscle with a little less body fat. So. You can't elongate a muscle. That's another myth. You can't. I just want to be long and lean. Well, your muscles are your muscles based on your genetics, and you cannot elongate them as much as that. They will try to market that to you. Elongate. What do you mean? Meaning, elongate. For example, Pilates really pushes that we will make you long and lean with your muscles. Well, no, your muscles are built the way they are. You cannot change the structure of your muscle, but you can appear more lean, but that's built in the kitchen. That is a nutrition thing. You can't change the structures of your muscles. But if you want to have muscle tone, you have to get muscle, right? So without muscle tone, you, you know, back in the, what was it, the 80s or 90s, they had the the waif models that mm-hmm. were really skinny. And twiggy. And they, twiggy. Yeah. They had no muscle tone on them. But now people or women are gearing towards looking a little more muscular and they want to be more toned. Well, you have to actually lift weights to do that Um, and then shed body fat so you can see the muscle. 
I, I have, I have, and not just a six pack. I have an eight pack. I just got a quilt over top of it. <laughs> just insulated, right? It's just well For insulated. Yep. That's right. Trust me, it's there. <laughs> All right. Uh, Bad exercise. That's a bad exercise. There's no bad exercises, only bad application and bad ex- there's execution. No, there's no exercises we were doing in the 70s where you're just like, mm, you're, we're not going to do that. Well, or you shouldn't be doing that. I, You know, it depends on the person. If you're going from the couch to 100 miles an hour, that's going to be a bad exercise for you no matter what you do because sure. your body's not prepared for it. Do I look back at some exercises, like you said, in the 70s and think, mm, it's not bad. We could do better. It's not bad because it's not hurting you, right? As long as it's not hurting you, it's not bad. But you, it's all about application and execution. And the only, you know, I the only one that I will die on the hill for is burpees. I do believe that they are a horrible exercise, and I refuse to. I program think they're them. horrible exercises too. I, so thank you. I'm never going <laughs> to do one again. You know, most why do you people, think they're horrible exercises? Because they are a high risk exercise, and most people hate doing them. So why would I put somebody in a situation high risk for your wrists? for your hips and for your back because especially most people that program them um i wouldn't say most people most um bad trainers that program them are putting them in to make the client tired not better we are we should be making you better not tired or as a punishment right? as a punishment and yeah. there should we should never be viewing exercise as punishment mm-hmm. and burpees are just one of those exercises where if you want to do conditioning or get your heart rate up, there are safer and more effective methods to do it than doing something that you absolutely hate and will risk being injured. Mm. Yeah, but, uh, come on, sure. No, no pain, no, no gain. Pain. Oh. No pain, no gain. Let's deal with that when we come back, shall we? Okay. <laughs> Baby, I This morning with Stacy Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat is brought to you by Abe's Door Service, where service is their specialty. Visit abesdoor.ca. Kara Vajant's here for our monthly visit as we try to get in some shape, get a little help to get in some shape uh, from SVPT Fitness. We're debunking myths Myth today. Busting. Myth yeah. busters. <laughs> yeah. No pain, no gain. Uh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many of them. Um, if you are in pain when you're exercising, please seek help. But yeah, oh, there's yeah. So I, but I'm at a point where I'm like, I don't want to do any more of these. Are you in Good. pain? I'm like, mm, yeah. Well, yeah, it, it, will I be able to stop if I say yes? So it, I guess the people pain meaning it just doesn't feel comfortable anymore, okay, so or, or pain is in sharp. There's something going yeah, on. Yeah. So listen, pain versus discomfort. Exercise sometimes is sometimes is not comfortable because mm-hmm. you know it's got to be challenging to for you to see progress. But pain, I'm talking sharpshooting pain in my hip, uh. you know, um, oh sharpshooting pain in my shoulder, um, cr- or dull ache consistently as you're doing it, right? Like the exercise, if you're feeling the discomfort in your muscles, great. But if you're starting to feel sharpshooting pain in your joints, that's a that's a no for me. That's a you know, oh I'm just gonna work through it. No, you're gonna work through going towards an injury and then you will be out for a while so check your ego at the door so maybe the idea of it was intended to be right where you you need to be working yeah. you need to be puff you need to feel your muscles working and it can be hard to do yeah so instead of no pain it's no discomfort. No, no discomfort. Pain. <laughs> no. Uh, I don't know. I can't rhyme anything with yeah, that. Yeah, so. I know. But you should you, you listen. Exercise has to be challenging. Mm. I'm not saying it has to be challenging to your soul every day where you don't want to go back. We have to get to the point where you have to embrace that discomfort a little bit so you can show up every day so you can get better, right? Mm-hmm. But when you're feeling pain, no, seek help. And yeah. if you're 
trainer or whoever is pushing you is is telling you to push through that type of pain, then you need to fire find someone else. <laughs> fire the trainer. Fire and not trainer. just because I'm tired. I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. That's, you, that's, that's me at the gym. It's got to be. It's got to be some self discipline. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you have to hold yourself accountable. All right, fasted cardio hmm. burns fat. What does that mean? Means, um, so not eating and not going to eating. the gym. Yeah, not eating and going to the and gym. You shouldn't do that. Um, the re- there's been research going back and forth on this for over 20 years because everyone says, "Well, I'll do fasted cardio because I'll burn more fat." Well, the research has said, and the data has said, you will burn a little more fat on fasted cardio, but overall, it doesn't change anything. Meaning you're going to eat after you do that fasted cardio. And if your goal is to lose body fat, it's about the overall calories within the day, within the week, within the month that will equate to your your fat loss journey. So it doesn't matter. It's negligible and it's not worth it. Some people can't work out on a full stomach or eat before mm-hmm. and then go work yep. out. That is fine. But don't be pushing yourself to get out of bed to do exercise on, a, on an empty stomach or fasted because you think that it's doing you better. The research and the data has stated over and over again that it's negligible and it's... And you might actually eat more because I'm hungry after yes. a workout. Yeah. Uh, and if I'm already hungry going in, maybe yep. you're eating twice as much. Exactly. So it's not, it's just everybody thinks, and, and and I was guilty of it too when I was a bodybuilder. We were always told to do fasted cardio before you get up. And I used to do an hour before I ate something, but it, just the research and the data over the last 20 years has said it's not, it's not anything special. Well, you don't have to sit down and have bacon and eggs and no. toast and no. hash browns and no. pancakes all for a but Oh, that sounds good. We can go for breakfast after we're done. But is it not good to have something? Exactly. Some people will go and they'll do fasted cardio and they'll they'll get lightheaded because mm-hmm. their blood sugar has yep. dropped, right? So I advise clients always to have something in your stomach so that you don't get lightheaded. Even some nuts yeah. or a hard Banana, egg or something. Yeah. yeah, a little bit of protein or something. You don't have to eat a full meal, but just to have something in your stomach so you don't have that blood sugar drop. I've, I've been there before, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, what about this one? And this one, I think I want to hear what you're going to say. Uh, the myth is you have to work out for an hour to see results. If you if you only think you will work out for an hour and then you don't work out for an hour because you don't have the hour, what do you think you're going to get accomplished if you only have 20 minutes, but you do 20 minutes instead of an hour? You're still going to get results. Because 20 minutes is better than nothing. You have to get outside of your head and your boundaries of I only can do an hour or I only need to do an hour to see results. You'll see more results 20 minutes over nothing. It's it's about what works for your life, right? But... Is that length of time? Does it does a length of time of training so that you start and then you're you're working you're working hard for a full hour? Does that is it better? Is it good if you can do that? Well, here's the deal. So say that you can allot three sixty minute sessions a week, and and of course in those sessions your intensity as you get in better shape has to be as your body adapts to the stress you have to overcome progressive overload, increase the difficulty again, so you have to adapt. But what if it's five 30-minute sessions? It's as long as it all adds up that you're still doing the same amount of work, right? Like and increasing the amount of work that you do as you adapt. I think we're just stuck in this whole one hour. It has to be one hour, but it doesn't. It doesn't, if, if you're not, if you, if you can't have the hour and you say, I'm not going to work out because I don't have an hour and you think 20 minutes is not going to accomplish anything, you're doing yourself a disservice because okay. 20 minutes is still better than nothing. 30 minutes is still better than nothing. Is more better, but not, something no. is better than nothing. 
More is not better. It, it depends on the exercise. Obviously, you're, as you get in better shape, you have to increase, like I okay. said, the difficulty to adapt again. Because once you adapt, then your body stops progressing. So an hour walk might be equivalent to a 20-minute run. Correct. Correct. Yeah, something okay. along those along those lines. But again, everybody's going to be different in how they respond, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't want people to think that if you don't have an hour, then you, what's the point? I would rather you do twenty or thirty minutes mm-hmm. than nothing. We have to get outside of that. I only I should only do an hour. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Myth busted. <laughs> I love it. Tara Vajant in with us uh, today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank that was you for actually having me. really. There's lots of things that it's carrying with me. And I would add, keep Quickly. all these myths in mind as we approach January yes, because yes. you oh, are going to be bombarded. We'll have you back way before then, and, for sure. And you know, now you know. <laughs> <laughs>